But Harvey Norman, Port Macquarie, very good morning to you, Christy and Bodge. Uh, happy Monday, 6.03. Christy, you have a good weekend? I did. It's freezing cold. That's all I can think of right now, that I'm missing out on wearing my uh, fingerless gloves. Actually, I got a pair of, um, they're like heated socks. Oh, the thermal ones? Yeah, yeah, I got a pair of those sent to me on Friday afternoon. I got home from work and I was like, you beauty, had Star Wars on them and everything. And they were sent from my best friend's wife because... She bought some for my best friend, and she thought, well, I can't buy some for him and not for Bodge, so. <laughs> oh, you scored then. I did. They're amazing. But if you leave them on too long, it's you stop too, feeling your feet. Too toasty. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, but I, I could have worn them this morning. I nearly did, but I wouldn't have been able to put my shoes on. Yeah, too thick. It's, it's funny, because I, I said this to you before, that um, I know it's almost like that whole Mean Girls scene where she's like, feels her little boobies and goes, I think it's 80% chance of rain. I always go, I think it's a 90% chance of it's snowing on the Barrington Tops. And it was yesterday, hence why it's so cold what, today. What, do you, you can tell that via nipple what hardness? Or? <laughs> yep, and my uh, fingertips oh. and my toes. I go, it's snowing somewhere yeah. nearby. I've, it's so true. I've said before, I, I you know, if you've... Um, Yep. I'm just going to say nether regions, <laughs> all right? If you're a bloke, you know what I'm talking about. Shrinkage. Yeah. I mean, if you're a woman, you probably know what I'm talking about as well, but you know what I mean. Oh, well, shrinkage. Is that <laughs> Shrinkage. Yeah. Sometimes you gauge it by centimetres or millimetres. Uh, yep. or. Yep. Let's move on yeah. from this. Anyway, anyway, it is five past six. We've got lots to come in the show. I offended an AFL coach. Um, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. We'll talk to Lee Jolo about that because I actually one of his um, recording sessions. And, and a very important recording yeah, session, by the way. Yeah, I, yeah we'll, we'll listen to the audio. It's very cringeworthy. That's coming up after 6.30. Also, we talked to uh, Shane Crawford about Australian Ninja Warrior and uh, grand, grand final stage one was last night and uh, it, it was incredible. A lot of great runs. We'll talk about that. And um, a, a lot more, Christy. We've got heaps more in the tank for today. It's a big Monday. Well, actually, you never uh, revealed how the rest of Homelessness Week went. Well, we'll do that as well. We'll do that next, in fact, because Homelessness Week was a big week for me personally. Uh, learned a lot about myself. But, um, God, yeah, we'll get into it. All right. What's the time? Is it 6.06? Why not start it? <laughs> just, just say uh, sometime right. past six. We're going to put the kettle on. We're going to get a biscuit. We're going to play a song. We'll come back shortly. Hit Breakfast Show with Christian Budge. This is Hit. Last week, of course, was Homelessness Week, and um, I was lucky enough to be the Port Macquarie Hastings uh, Homelessness Committee Ambassador. A big title, and uh, look, mm. you were worried that the whole time when you were asked to be the ambassador that you wouldn't do it justice, and you yeah, did have the community's correct. support, and uh, look... You were the person that was the, the right person to do this, given your oh. experience, which well, it, was, well, it doesn't I've, mean you have to have experience to be an ambassador, but it does help to be able to relate. Well, I, I think I was one of one of maybe the right people. There's a lot of good people that um, could have done the job, but um, their goal was to raise $5,000 mm-hmm. to uh, so they could install some lockers, some self-storage lockers for people who are sleeping rough because you've got your prized possessions or you know, those keepsakes or whatever, or just some just some very important things, maybe money even. You mm. want to store it somewhere so that if you're sleeping rough, you're not, you know, it doesn't get stolen or anything like that. So they want to in, in, 
install those, and I can tell you they've made just over five thousand oh, well dollars, which is very good. Um, they also are going to use some of the funds to uh, they want to do more of these weekly breakfasts that they put on mm. uh, for for people uh, in the Hastings, and um, I, it, it doesn't stop there. The homelessness Week is just a, a chance to. I guess kind of. something. Well, it, it's also a chance to acknowledge the work that's being done and it's an opportunity for people to see the work that gets done 24-7 mm. right the way through the year. So that will continue. Um, obviously, we spoke to uh, the mayor of uh, Port Macquarie Hastings area and she said that she was looking into the idea I had. Even though Homelessness Week is done, I'll make sure that that is seen through to completion. Exactly. And then once you've got it uh, locked in here in the Hastings region... Well, fingers crossed we can look to um, implement it, yeah. I guess, across the entire Mid-North Coast. Yeah, damn straight. We're going straight to the Maclay and we're doing the same thing there. Mm. So as soon as uh, it's seen to be, I mean, it's a vote winner, let's be honest. I'm not I'm not stupid. I know what um, helps um, councils out. Like they want, you know, they want to look good and this is a very inexpensive and effective thing to do. Yeah. So if that's if that's the bargaining chip... That's how I'll sell it to them, to get it up and about. For those that missed the idea, the idea is very simple. It's just to have a map highlighted um, all the, you know, the shelters and the services for people that might be sleeping out on the streets because the one thing that I thought as a 16-year-old was where do I go now? Yeah. No idea where to go. A lot of people are in that predicament. So a very simple idea. Very, very easy and very inexpensive to implement. All it is is a poster. That's all it is. Yeah, and you're going to place it uh, near the bus shelter on Gordon Street in Port Macquarie. That's right. Well, that's where the Port Macquarie one will be. Then I want to go up north. Um, Ideally, I probably would have wanted to have started there at the same time, but I think we'll see how it works here, and then we'll we'll gradually get bigger and bigger and bigger. So uh, be keeping an eye on that because that will be a recurring thing that pops up every now and then. Um. So, yeah, this is really, you know, I, I'm going to light a fire under him this week and make sure that something gets done because I do not want it discussed in some kind of councillors' meeting for months on end and then nothing get done. So um, you, well, you better believe that I'm I'm no politician. I'll yeah. make sure it gets done. But you know Peter Pinson, the Mayor of Port Macquarie Hastings Council, is uh, it's something that's close to her heart, uh, given yeah, uh, yeah. that she was kicked out of home at the age of 17 as well. So she will uh, do everything in her power to make sure it happens. For yeah, people. well, she's, she's the arse kicker, mate. She's the one that gets things done. Yeah. So, you know. It's going to happen. It will happen. We'll, uh, but we'll, we'll talk about that more. As, as it goes on, we'll talk about it more. Um Ninja Warrior, we'll chat to uh, Shane Crawford a little bit later on in the show, about 10 to 7, which is really exciting as well. Now, you are um, training for City to Surf in Sydney. <laughs> Whether or not that goes ahead, um, we don't know, but it doesn't, no. it doesn't matter. No, I thought you were going to do some sort of connection there and going, you should be doing the Ninja Warrior course. No, that's very different training, Bodge. That's upper body strength for the most part versus the little leggies trying to do a marathon. But no, um, if, if we're going down this track... Definitely Shane Crawford would be a man to find out what song gets him pumped up. Well, this up. is true. For those that have uh, not been uh, catching up with this, Christy's got a playlist at the moment that is building. And um, every now and then we get we, we try and get one at least on a week. Um, athlete, Australian athlete, past or present, we get a track from their personal playlist that we can add to Christy's training uh, playlist. And Shane Crawford being an AFL champion, we're talking premiership player, um, and just all round good guy. We'll chuck him on the list as well. And uh, if you if you know of anyone uh, locally or otherwise, feel free to get in touch. Thirteen, twelve, sixteen, or through to our Facebook page as well. Hit Mid North Coast. The Hit Breakfast Show.
with Christian Bodge. It's been a few weeks since we uh, kick-started the UFC, the unfortunate foot club, you and I co-presidents, and I've kind of forgotten uh, the ruling. So (laughs) what's what's the rule when it comes to being a member of the UFC? Well, there's only one rule, and um, so the UFC, the unfortunate foot club, is a club for all people with uh, foot ailments or foot problems, any kind of pain in the feet, and um, the only time, the, uh, the only rule, rather, is that once your foot problems have cleared up, you then have to, and it's it's almost a a romantic thing, yeah. Where you you give up selflessly, you give up your position in the unfortunate foot club, and um, you give it up so that someone else can join. There's no limit on who can join, but um, it's just one of those things. You relinquish your place in the group and you go on to greener pastures, um, walking perfectly fine. If I was to wear a hat right now or a badge, I would have to be taking that off and placing it simply. So I'm going to take my glasses off, Bodge. What are you telling me? What are you, te- what are you telling me? My foot ailment is no longer. I'm putting Don't my do glasses down. They're, Don't do they're, this they're to me. They're popping down onto the desk. I'm no longer your co-president. Uh, my foot... As in I my tingles that were on the top of my foot. I don't want to do this now. They're, I can't do this without done. you. <laughs> You're on your own now, buddy, because um, all I had to simply do was go and get a, a Thai massage. She she worked my foot <laughs> with her little magical hands and my tingles are no longer. It actually worked. I didn't think it. I went to get a sneaky little full body massage and, uh, yeah, I realised, my, wait, my foot's good now. So I'm no longer the president of the UFC. That's right. It's all I'm I left about, to you men. I'm about two seconds away from coming around there with a hammer and just smashing the bridge of your don't, foot don't. open so that you stay a member forever. I'll take a little pinky toe off. Look, I'm here with you every day anyway. I can be here for moral support. That's about it. But I don't know what pain you're going through because no, I don't have right. pain no, anymore. No, I don't need you for moral support anymore, Christy. I will, I will go to our members for support. That's what we do. We support each other. If I'm going to support you, all I have to say now is, can you please put your shoes back on because your feet stink? No, I'm not. They don't stink. They do. I can smell them These from are here. clean socks. No, they stink. So put your shoes if back on. If they do smell, it's because there's pictures of eggs all over them. <laughs> That's why they're very eggy. Yeah, well, they're staying off. That is that is your ceremonial um, leaving of the club thing. Put your shoes back on. It's like a salute to take your shoes off. It's a, a mark of respect. I'm sorry, but it would be disrespectful of me to now put my shoes on. Well, maybe I'll just join you. I'll take my shoes off now that. that I can celebrate that my feet are good. I've got deviated septum power. I'm not going <laughs> to smell it. It's not going to phase me. The Hit Breakfast Show. Get that fun feeling in the morning with Christian Bodge. The Mid-North Coast's Hit. Lee Jollo, our newsreader in here at, uh, at the moment. Lee, good morning to you. Morning, everyone. How's it going? Still yeah. very well. Uh, good. He's good. feeling a bit ashamed of himself <laughs> after what happened Look, okay. Friday. Friday afternoon. After we'd finished the show, something happened and um, uh, you were involved, obviously. You allowed this to happen, so in many ways this is your fault. Uh, no, oh, no, no, no. Oh, you're putting it on me now right. because you're just lack of education around all things AFL. No. Well, <laughs> please, please, do, please do explain to Christy what's happened. Yeah, so, so part of my role at the moment, obviously, um, I'm writing a lot of national sporting stories, which mm. you can hear in the news at the top of the hour. Um, which is why I'm not doing local news. Yeah. Um, and so I was uh, rolling on a Luke Beveridge, the Western Bulldogs coach, press conference live. Um, it was on Zoom. 
as part of that, you've got the opportunity to, you know, ask him a question if you want to. Be one of those journalists that you do yeah. in a normal press yeah, conference. Absolutely, you get to, absolutely. To come in with a hard-hitting stuff, Lee. Yeah. You hit him with some hard stuff? Um, I don't normally ask too many questions because a lot of a lot of the other journos are pretty keen to jump in and have their two cents. And oh, the, it's a ball swinging affair. You got to oh, have big is. cojones to to chuck yourself in there. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, they like to like to really try and ask the controversial questions, yeah, right. and, and they go long enough as they are without me asking questions. Um, but uh, yeah, Bodge just happened to walk past as I was um, watching on mm. with Bevo, and um, he walked in and he sort of wanted to know if if, if he could ask a, a question. Now, you, mate, Lee did say yeah like that, so you know that he wasn't falling into it. But yeah. um, he said maybe wait till the end, and he was wrapping it up. Someone asked another question. I thought right, I'll get in there real quick. And to be fair, I haven't really watched the Bulldogs play since about 2018 when they were worth watching. That's my preface to this, yeah. Lee. Yeah. So, um, all right. What, what made you think, though, that you could just walk on into a conference and just ask a question with no credibility, like a, like a proper <laughs> news journalist? Don't know. I just thought I'd do it. Something right, and different. clearly Why didn't not? end too well. Well... We want, are we going to play it? We have to? I reckon. I reckon if you got it there, give it a listen. Uh, and see what everyone reckons. And it's just—it's the most awkward thing. I mean, ever I don't want. I don't want to play it. Just, just play it. All right. <laughs> oh, okay. So here is me asking Luke Beveridge, the uh, coach of the Western Bulldogs, yeah. uh, one final question in his presser. Hey, uh, Bevo, Bodge here from the Hit Network. Just one quick final one. Uh, when will the Libba haircut become mandatory for the rest of the playing group? Libra haircut. It's Libra haircut. I'm not sure what haircut you're talking about. Uh, well, uh, Tom Libertore's current haircut should be made mandatory for the rest of the playing group, surely. Uh, he's got a pretty normal haircut at the moment. Have you seen him? No. I've been in lockdown. What are you talking about? <laughs> it was just a fun one to end on, pal. All good. I don't actually know what you're talking about, mate, because he's got a pretty straightforward haircut. He's, he's a father of two now. And he's, uh, he's, he's evolved as a, as a young man, well, Tommy. But uh, I, don't, I think, yeah. Maybe you should bring it back. Seen him recently. Anyway, thanks, thanks everyone. Thanks, Luke. <laughs> yeah, so look, the first off, first off, the journos that were watching were having a giggle. Mm. Yeah. They knew, as well as Luke knew, what I was talking about. Tom Liberatore, great player, uh, or he was. I don't know what he plays like now because I haven't seen much of him. Um, he's known for his off off um, off field antics, you know, a little bit of fun. Um, yeah. He went to a festival, had most of his head shaved, apart from the, the bouffant thing at the front. Right, and uh, it just—he's got a kooky hairstyle, and I didn't know he'd shaved it all down. But I think Luke Beveridge, he knew what I was talking about because oh, yeah. he's like he's—you know—he's evolved now. He's got kids, blah blah blah. <laughs> I love like, that he's like right. now he's a dad. He's got to have a respectful haircut. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. As far as. Um, as far as sporting personalities go, he doesn't have a lot in the way of um, personality for hu- like humour. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't find the humour mm. in things. He likes to play very straight bat with yeah. these sorts of things. So yeah. I don't think he took too kindly. You should have seen his face. Oh, his face when Bodge asked that question. It's just he was so confused and just, <laughs> it was yeah, it was a really bizarre question, especially off the back of the fact that obviously yeah he's he's got a normal haircut now. So yeah. Did you, yeah. um, did no, you did... receive an email or um, any uh, abuse from his um, manage- management or anything like no, that after? No, no. It, it will be interesting next time I'm on a Bevo conference um, yep. if, if he says anything or if I get booted out. <laughs> but, um, no, we're, we're all okay at the moment, so we'll yeah. see how we go. Have you got any coaches on today that I can 
I haven't checked yet who we've got today, but we've got. Well, oh, there'll be there'll be good five six yeah. that I'll have a look at. Yeah. All right, Can think... you put a lock on your door, Lee? <laughs> no, nah, I've found a way to do it from here. We can do it from our own. I'll just. I've got the Zoom codes, mate. So. You're not allowed in other press. I don't think I'm ever going to do it again after that. Luke Beveridge is a scary bloke. I'm not doing that again. Hey, look, we're going to talk Ninja Warrior next. The Hit Breakfast Show with Christian Budge, the Mid North Coast's hit. And Ninja Warrior is huge at the moment. Christy, uh, I've been loving Ninja Warrior. It's it just the show that keeps on giving every year. It is it's brand new. There's always new obstacles. You get some new faces in. You get some old favourites as well. And uh, last night, it really really did, uh, it t- took it up another notch again. Well, not only that, they, they introduced a new thing where it was not just ninja up against ninja, it was ninjas up against the, the timer. So they had to make sure that they got the course done in a certain amount of time. Well, it was, I tell you what, I was on tenterhooks. Olivia Vivian, to see her, first off, beat her own scores, uh, beat her own uh, records, but as she finished it with six seconds left, I was mm-hmm. just like, ooh. But um, we've got someone on this morning that I've been eager to talk to for a long time. Uh, he's a new addition to the show. That's what I'm talking about! Shane Crawford, good morning to you, pal. How are you? <laughs> good morning. I don't need to hear that in the morning, but yeah, no, it's great <laughs> to join you. Hey, um, look, Ninja Warrior is, is wrapping up already, and it feels like it hasn't gone for long enough, let's be honest. Well, that's that's what you want to do. You want to try and put a good show together and leave everyone wanting more. But, uh, no, it's been a great show to be a part of. I sort of just fell into it, and I've loved it because I'm a sports lover and um, and seeing these men and women just have a go, you know, from all walks of life and from all over the country. Um, absolutely loved it. And I'll tell you what, do not miss tonight because it's the end tonight and... We're going to witness a bit of history being attempted. And, um, yeah, let's just say you're going to love it. <laughs> you can't tell us what colour, maybe just hair, the person has that, that wins it? You're going to be a little, little cheeky? Well, it depends. The ninjas change their hairstyles all the time. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, all I can say is there's hair. Involved right. in one of the ninjas. All right. right. <laughs> at least we know it's not a bald bloke. We, 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 can, we can lock this one down. Right. Yeah. Now, does anyone get a crack at Mount Midoriyama? Yes. Oh, no, I can't say that. Yes. I can you can because yes. it's been on telly. <laughs> That's right. No, definitely. And this, this is what, like, like when we were filming it, obviously, um, you know, it was during COVID times and as the show went on, the audience went out and the family members weren't allowed to come along and so yeah, forth. So, yeah. Unfortunately, all the ninjas had was myself towards the end. Yeah. And I'm just so glad that we can finally share it with the rest of the country, and I can guarantee they're going to absolutely love it. Nice. Yeah. Um, and um, so you're in you're in Victoria still, aren't you, mate? Yeah, we're in we're in lockdown. Um, in I'm in Melbourne, and uh, yeah, it's all pretty hard lockdown stage four at the moment. You, so everyone you, doing, um, gets to get out for an hour, and that's about it. Yeah, you're doing okay. Yes, like, well, you know, at the end of the day, it's got to be done, you know, and we just want everyone to, to buy in and do the right thing because we obviously, not only as a state, but as a country, we just want to be able to get on with our lives. We live in a great country and uh, we just want to be able to have that freedom to roam and yeah. and uh, connect with the other states as well. But unfortunately, at the moment, that's not happening. Mm. And that's why we need shows like Ninja Warrior and we need sport on the TV because it 
it brings us all together and gives us something to watch. Speaking of that, um, look, we, we were just talking just a moment ago. I'm sorry to change the topic on you, but um, our news journal was doing a presser with Luke Beveridge on Friday afternoon, and I waded in with a joke at the end of the presser that wasn't, I mean, <laughs> wasn't received very well. So I have to make it up yes. to our journo who's here with us now, and he's a massive Hawks fan. Lee, I just want you to say hello to Shane Crawford. Oh, wait, I'll, t- I'll turn your microphone on. Hang on one second. There you go. Crawford. Oh, mate. <laughs> Lee, you legend. How are you? Mate, I'm thrilled to talk to you, Crawford. How's it going, mate? I'm, I'm going well. Hey, what was the question that what? was thrown up at the end of the... Oh, oh God. Do you, want, do you want to hear it? Oh, no. Do you want to hear it? It was... Yeah. All right. Now, to, can I, I'll be honest with you. I haven't watched much of the Bulldogs very closely since about 2018 when they were worth watching. Sorry, Lee. Didn't mean to ruin your credibility in the, the presser, but have a listen to this. Hey, uh, Bevo, Bodge here from the Hit Network. Just one quick final one. Uh, when will the Libba haircut become mandatory for the rest of the playing group? Libra haircut. Which Libra haircut? I'm not sure what haircut you're talking about. Uh, well, uh, Tom Libertore's current haircut should be made mandatory for the rest of the playing group, surely. Uh, he's got a pretty normal haircut at the moment. Have you seen it? No. no I've been in lockdown. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it was that's... just a fun one to end on, pal. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go, it didn't go uh, down well. Because well. he's got a pretty straightforward haircut. He's, he's a father of two now. And he's, uh, he's, he's evolved as a, as a young man, oh. Tommy. But uh, I, don't, I think, yeah... Yeah, it didn't, didn't go down too yeah. well, sorry, Croft. But to be fair, you know I, mean, I, 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 I don't it. know his hairstyles too well. I thought he still had the, the sort of the bouffant at the front and no party at the back. I was just sitting back, just what? shaking my head. No, do you know what? These, these, these AFL coaches need to get a sense of humour. That's what they need to get. Clearly. <laughs> um, hey, um, like, you look at all the AFL players, they've all got unbelievable haircuts at the moment. They're all shaving the side nice and low and they're chucking a bit of colour in there and they're... they're the players are cutting their own hairs in their mm. hubs, so I think that's a fair question. You should have asked about his tattoos. Maybe he made it compulsory for everyone to have a tattoo because he's got—I think he's got one of the Simpsons on one arm, and he's got all <laughs> all sorts of things going on. At least yeah. that's not going to change. Yeah. Speaking of asking questions, though, uh, Lee Jollo, is there yep. been any question that you've ever wanted to ask? Now, bear, bear in mind, this is making it up to you for because um, you might not be allowed on another Luke Breveridge uh, uh, presser after what I did. Yep, so yep. this is me, me trying to make it up to you and Shane trying to help out because he's already on the phone and can't hang up yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shane, I haven't even thought that's this right. through, mate. Oh, it's just a privilege privilege to, to hear right, you yeah, on yeah, the phone. Yeah, but, go, go, go. Um, oh, mate, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, uh, what what made you say that uh, on the podium in 08? Well, it was it was just by accident because the, the guy hosting, well, was actually announcing um, everyone to come up and receive him a day, and um, Craig Willis, uh, I know him quite well, so he announced my name, and then he took a step back away from the microphone. I'm like, oh, does he want me to say something? And uh, I have a friend who used to always yell out, that's what I'm talking about when he'd ever get excited. And, and that's pretty much what came out of my mouth. I just Love put it. my mouth to the microphone and said, that's what I'm talking about. And then I thought, as I'm walking away, why on earth did you say that? So uh, anyway, <laughs> those things. It, was, it was one of those things. I'll tell you what, if, if football was alive and well in Melbourne, We'd chuck you on a plane. If the Hawks were playing here, I'd make sure I'd take you down to the rooms oh, and introduce you to mate. the players, try and get you in the coach's box. But 
Uh, unfortunately, at the moment, that can't happen. So okay, maybe no, another no. time. Oh, wow, well, so. That's like rubbing salt hey, into the wound. He's going, yeah, you're going to be sad. Oh, COVID. <laughs> but before we have to let you go, and we know that you're on a bit of a schedule this morning, mm. as always, uh, Christy here is doing the city to surf should it go ahead. She's in her training regime at the moment. Uh, we're asking uh, athletes past and present to uh, donate one of their personal tracks from their hype playlist before they go to mm-hmm. a game uh, so that she can put it onto her playlist. Have you got a track just in, in the forefront of your mind? Uh, I, I actually did the uh, City to Surf last year, so it's a great run. It's one of the great uh, runs and there's no bigger. Like There's 80,000 people, so it's pretty amazing. I reckon uh, oh, like you need something to motivate you, but you also yeah. need something to float along with, you know? So, um, oh, gee. <laughs> actually, um, maybe let's go Hey, let's go, Doctor Hook. Walk right in, sit right down, <laughs> baby. Let your hair hang down. Classic. <laughs> I was Love thinking. It. I thought you were going to say years from now or some kind of ballad. I'm, I'm glad you ended oh, no, that. I was, I was thinking of Cat Stevens there for a little bit, <laughs> but then I went, no. Let's go, Doctor Hook. You know, oh. you need something to give you a bit of a beat so you can run along and exactly. get into the There we go, Shane awesome. Sit right down. <laughs> Baby, let your mind roll on. <laughs> Shane, we can't wait to see the, the finale of uh, Australian Ninja Warrior tonight. It is going to be huge. Thank you so much for taking time out this morning. Have a chat with us to donate a song to Christy, to have a chat to Lee, um, and, uh, j- yeah, just to give us your time this morning. Appreciate it, pal. No worries. Thanks for having us. Good on you, Lee. Go the Mighty Hawks. Go the Hawks. <laughs> the Hit Breakfast Show with Christian Vodge. This is hit. I hear um, Aunt Flo is joining us this morning. Is that what's going on? Is that, is that why we're talking <laughs> no, about it? No, no, my Aunt Flo isn't uh, joining me, uh, but we are talking about when the monthly friend or Aunt Flo does visit because, look, there is one company that's uh, paving the way for looking after its women employees, meaning that women can get 10 extra days off a year for their lady business. Explain this. <laughs> what, what, who's doing it? So Zomato, uh, an Indian food delivery company, um, is allowing their women employees to take up to 10 extra days off a year as leave for for the month, as right. in for the monthly time, uh, which is weird because you think about it, it's 12 months in a year, there's 12 cycles for women, and they're only giving us 10, 10 days. Okay, well, what do you want? I, I don't need it, actually. I, 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 I'm totally I'm against pill. it. <laughs> I don't get no, them. I do get them, Bond. Do you? I don't know. I'm just guessing. The contraceptive just... pill allows you to still get them or I you can know. skip them oh, or okay. you do what you wish. But no, I, I'm totally against the idea because, one, I thought we're all about equal employment. Why is it that women are allowed to now even get – this is in one company, though. It's not okay. everywhere. Yeah, that's right. Um, now get more time off in comparison to, to men because we get we get um, parental leave as well. And I know that they've implemented um, – uh, what is it? Paternal leave. That's that you right. Get as well. Yeah, because apparently there's single dads out there, and people have only just realised. Exactly, and it's understandable that we now need that. But to then put on top of this, where women can have ten extra days off for the monthly friend, no go for me. Okay. Totally against you don't, you're it. against it. I'm totally against it oh. because it does set the precedent of what's next. Are they going to come up with this idea of oh, you need twelve extra days off a year for the man flu? Hang on a second. Let's look at it like this. I'm going to give you another perspective, and it's probably not the one you're expecting. You and I aren't business owners, are we? No. Will you ever be a business owner? Probably not. Neither will I. Let's take whatever we can get. (laughs) 
you know what I mean? Like, if, see, if we're getting paid leave, I'll take it. I don't care when it is or what it's for. That is the mentality that's the wrong mentality if because I, people <laughs> are likely to abuse the system and go, cool, I get 10 extra days off. I don't actually suffer pains. Yeah. That, that's, I don't suffer pains, Bodge, and there's women out there. And look, I'm, I'm all for it in the sense that the women that do have troubles, yeah, there's, there's yeah. women that don't, they can't walk during that time of the month. Uh, they have excruciating pains. I understand that, and they can be bedridden. I get that this would be beneficial to them because some of the women actually do have to use their sick leave. Mm. So to have that compassionate uh, thought yeah. from your CEO to allow you to have extra time off just for the monthly friend makes total sense. But for me, I don't get the pain. So if I was to abuse the system going, oh, well, I've got 10 free days up my sleeve, I'm totally right. rorting it. So well, this is the thing. You're talking about that, but you know, there, there's other ways to take time off that you might not have even, even thought about, though. What do you mean? Like bereavement leave... I only heard about that a few weeks ago, and I thought, hang on a second. So if someone dies, I can take time off like a sick day, and they're like, yeah. And I was like, is it paid? And they go, yeah, I think so. So and doesn't come out of your sick pay total though, does it? No. And you know what? If I was to say, right, um, I'm going to take this whole week off. I go, oh crap. You know, I lost five different people last week. The funerals, wouldn't you believe it? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> Friday, next week. What are they going to do? Ask for a death certificate? That would be the height of insensitivity. There's a whole week for you. So there you go. You already got more um, than half of what you would have got Mm. for your month, please. Mm. So, Uh, look, based on that information, I feel that's why a lot of uh, employees probably haven't even looked to implement such a thing. But it is happening in India, which we know is uh, there's a stigma around the cycle uh, where women uh, sometimes are banned from certain activities in India when it is that time of the month, which is... Sad to realise. So, um, oh, but this go. CEO, this is where it gets a little bit strange for me, um, is encouraging encouraging the women to actually report or feel free to uh, address the fellow employees and say, "Hey, it's that time of the month. Um, I'm on leave now." <laughs> you deal with it. Yeah, I'm not dealing with it. I'm not in a mood. I think we don't need to make it common knowledge as to why we're off. We're just on a day off. You don't need to state that because everybody sudden, knows everybody's business. people start going, why is Jenny <laughs> taking the fourth Monday off every month? So, what is going on there? So if our boss, Crowey, was to say, righto, all the women in this office get 10 extra days off a year for their lady business, how do you think you'd react and how do you think everyone else in this building would react? Um, I would probably say, well, um, I'd be looking at more of these other, like time in the US, you can get time off for protests. I don't know if it's the same here. Um, self quarantining. I'd probably go, oh, go get one of them little COVID tests. <coughs> Better go home and do the show from there, boss. I, I would come up with everything to try and get out of work and still get paid. If you're getting that, I'm going to go, well, that's fair enough, but I got problems as well. I got all sorts. I got one bigger than the other i got all sorts so mm. i don't think they'd uh, fly with our boss but 13 12 16 how would your fellow workmates uh, react in your workplace well, how would you how do you think this should go like this is in india obviously but what about here in australia mm. is it something that should be implemented it's a good question 20 past seven of course we're playing a band called simply red after that do you know what i mean <laughs> It's you did a, that deliberate, it's, didn't you? It's a lose-lose situation. Right, 13, 12, 16, we'll take calls next. The Hit Breakfast Show. Get that fun feeling in the morning with Christy and Budge. The Mid-North Coast's Hit. Christy, you've got some uh, some Facebook comments there in regards to a company in India allowing their female staff workers to take time off 
for their monthly goings-ons <laughs> in their body. Yes, the monthly friend. And only 10 days, though, up to 10 days extra, yep. which is weird because you think well, it's, it's a 12-month in a year, so you're going to get 12 no, times No, they give you 10 that. days. They yeah, give you 10 days. At the same time, it's like there's, there's – I, I don't get pain, so I don't, I don't understand what some women well, do some go do. through. But some, some get a lot. Some get excruciating pain, so you think that maybe they, there's at least one day that's really, really terrible that they yeah. need to just be – laying in bed and just uh, cooped up and, and trying to deal with it. But, yeah, this Indian company has implemented this to make sure that their, their women feel that they can have um, that, that trust from their peers to be allowed to just walk on out or just not attend for the day and uh, notify the staff that, yep. hey, I'm, I'm not going to work due to one certain reason. And, and Emily uh, is also agreeing with me and says, no, we fight for equal rights and then ask for extra days. No way, I'm not for this. Uh. And, and that's one of my reasons is that I just feel that you set a precedent. Now, what's going to be next? Are men going to ask for the man flu for extra days no, off? I don't even I start me on that. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sick of hearing the man flu. Seriously, <laughs> just because a, a bloke is feeling sick, and we'll go on about this another time, but... We go on about blokes talking about feelings and all that, and then when some of them says they're feeling crook and they're a little bit upset, you go, oh, it's the man flu, mm-hmm. you tell them to harden up. Mm. So, But then you'd you know, say the same for us when we go, oh, we've got, we've got pains. No, go, not at oh. all. I, so I, I know, I know so many it. women that have got, you know, they suffer with, end, I'm try, I think it's endo, Endome- endometriosis. endometriosis. Yeah, and uh, they just they struggle with it, and it, they cause them a lot of pain. So some days you just can't go to work, and if you're using your sick leave, I mean, I don't I don't. Genuinely, I don't care if you get extra time off for it because it's not something I've got to put up with. Well, that's you're no, I don't mean because you're not here and I don't have to put up with your mood. I mean, I don't have to do the you don't go through the monthly the monthly bleeding. cycle like bodge, you know what I mean. That's, it could be a bit coarse in some. <laughs> but look, there are some people that uh, do uh, have the pains of, of yeah. endo, and that's why uh, Erica's saying she totally supports it for this reason only. Mel did say this would help a lot for someone who sometimes can't walk with the pain. Mm. It's hard to be at work and concentrate. So I completely understand that. My only concern, though, uh, is if we do implement this here, because it's only happening in uh, India, remember, uh, that would our bosses be less likely to employ women than knowing that? Because... One, we go on um, maternity leave, yeah. so we have extra time off the men. Yes, you get paternal leave, but then we get an extra 10 days off for the, the lady business. Mm. They might be more inclined to go, mm, you know what, you have more time off than men, we won't employ you. I know it's discrimination, oh, it's a, it's I know that, but I, I just feel that that opens that, that can of worms when it's you a, think of them. It's a rabbit hole. So that's why I'm, I'm totally against it. Well, that. i tell you what, let's, let's change slightly, a, try, a change of pace here. There's a woman, right? In Melbourne, Melbourne, and for the last four years, she'd be running a company. Yeah, I uh, don't know how it's going at the moment because obviously there's a lot going on. Everyone's sort of closed down, but she does unlimited paid annual leave, and it's not just a gimmick. She reckons that people that get four weeks only a year yeah. have to have like one over Christmas, so that's taken up, and then they've got to sort of save it up, and nobody's happy. So she does unlimited um, paid annual leave um, for her staff. You know, so she'd been doing that, and it's quite successful. No one's taking advantage of it in the uh, in the sense that no one's um, no one's being disrespectful Using it and going away you know, for like three months. It's <laughs> apparently, the average is about six to seven weeks a year, which is a lot. But at the same time, they're more um, effective when they get back to work, more productive because they've yeah. had that time to just so, recuperate. Well, there you go. So that, that's a nice one to finish on. Don't know how the business is doing now, of course, but yeah. um, I think they're probably all on leave. So next, the moment. so next time I'm um, Aunt Flo's visiting, 
just going to give you a text, Bodge, and just say, I'm just, just going to have the day off. No, I mean, do, you could do that five days of the week if you want. You'd be happy with that? Yep, it'd be fine. You wouldn't be jealous? No, I just, I would, I'd be fine. I think it'd be nice and relaxed. So. <laughs> Good, because you know otherwise you'd have to deal with my moods. I, every time I have cereal and I come back in, I start coughing, you know I've had milk and you pull me up on it. No one would be here to pull me up on my milk. That's what you're concerned about. That's my that's my only concern. <laughs> the Hit Breakfast Show with Christian Bodge, the Mid-North Coast's hit. Last night, I did a ninja run of my own. I know Australian Ninja Warriors wrapping up tonight. And when you move into a new house, right, mm. you got a lot of stuff. And before you move into the new place, you normally do a cleanse of the entire place, right? Yeah, you do. You cull a lot of stuff and you, you clean out a lot of stuff. But then when you move into the next place, sometimes you might have too much to put into this new place and you just got to bin mm. it as well. Yeah, this is true. And also, we bought some new furniture. So there was a lot of plastic, there was a lot of styrofoam, all that sort of stuff. It was bin night last night. <laughs> Which I bet, I bet, now that you've just moved in, there was no space left. You 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 chalked up your bin, didn't you, with this stuff that you moved we in did. with? We did, and we didn't do anything wrong in terms of like, you know, some people just go, well, I'll fill up the green bin with all my rubbish. We don't mm. do that. We don't do that. We're very conscious. And I said, well, this is a situation because we've got two weeks until the next bin day for that bin, and I thought we've easily got another bin's worth of stuff, which yeah. means we'll constantly be behind the eight ball in terms of bin storage. And do you have the little red bin or do you have the big red bin? That's uh, the that's the kicker if you've I, got the little one. I think we've got I don't know. I think we've got the littler one. I believe we do. I'm not sure. I could be wrong. But the uh, the problem is is that we had we, we had the moral dilemma that we faced was do we or do we not then find creative ways to get rid of this rubbish? Oh. And you know what I mean, don't yeah. you? Yeah, I so, know what the ninja run was then. Right. So In and, the middle of the night. And please don't try and take the high ground on this. If you're listening and you're like, oh, you can't do this. We've all done it, right? We've all done it. It's just as bad as scavenging through someone else's bin. No, it's putting not. Putting rubbish in someone no, else's bin. No, not at all. And I apologise to anyone in my area. And lucky for me, no one knows that it's me because, I mean, you wouldn't know the face. You only know the voice potentially. But um, last night. We decided that we would go and, um, uh, this is Alicia and I, we would go and just put little bits in everyone's bin, spread it out, because, you know, some people have lots of room. They don't make a lot of rubbish, and we wouldn't normally do it, but we needed help. And I thought, you know, as a community, if we all pulled together, uh, yeah. obviously, yeah, um, you know, then I could just use their bin space. You know, all it took was a simple knock on the door. You could have went there around dinner nah. time and just said, hey, look, I'm just uh, I'm your new a little neighbour. bit. <laughs> <Give me laughs> Introduce bin space. yourself and go, here. maybe you could have made some brownies, went and delivered some brownies to, nah. to all of your neighbours and said, by the way, I'm right out of bin space, do you mind? <laughs> We do it with our neighbours, the ones that we're comfortable with. Yeah, but you're you just a, check out their bins and you go, oh. Yeah, yeah but you're a, in a, a weird neighbourhood. You've got your own Facebook group for your That's street. not a weird neighbourhood. That weird. means it's a community and we all uh, band together and support each other out. And But mind you, if we were to chuck doggy poo in someone else's bin, they'd kick up a stink and then well, our page ends up turning up like our thumbs up, thumbs down pages well, the, with complaints. This is the thing, right? 
it was late at night, and the reason it was for two reasons: one, so that no one sees, mm. and two, because I feel like if it's midnight and it's late at night, you've put everything in that bin that you're going to. The the stuff is going like to the tip or wherever it goes. I don't even know the ocean probably, <laughs> which does not make me feel good. But I'm just thinking to myself: there's no way anyone can really take the high ground on this. They can't really go. How dare you put your rubbish in my bin? It's like well. I mean, it's not like it's sloppy liquid stuff. It's, you know, it's firm. It's papery sort of stuff. What and did go- you? Oh, God. Oh, God. You put paper, you put documents I, in I there, I put documents you? with my name all over them in there. <laughs> uh, when did the bins get collected? Was it this morning? Uh, some stage today. Uh-huh. Someone's uh, going to be raiding their bins to you know check be, it out. Do you know what would be Jason fun? Jason Bodger information on the. Do you, <laughs> you don't put... Cheers. Documents and yeah. someone. Everyone knows what your name. Whatever. Is. Um, no, the thing is, is I'm thinking, how fun would it be if someone figured out who I was because they saw this would be the telltale. If you're waking up this morning, and I'm not going to say which area, and you have found styrofoam in your bin when you've gone down the driveway and gone, hang on a second, that doesn't belong there. You may very well have been visited last night by the bin fairy. The bin fairy. The bin fairy. So okay, tell your kids a, about Jason the bin Bodger. fairy. <laughs> tell your kids about the bin fairy. Um, he comes to you in the middle of the night and puts stuff in your bin. You don't get anything else, but it's a fun thing. Leave him cookies and milk, and um, could be a fortnightly thing. Who right. knows? No, be respectful to your neighbourhood. Otherwise, they'll try and do their best to get rid of you. Look, it's going to be short-lived no. in that neighbourhood. You will be. Well, we got a lease, so we're going to stick to it. And you know what? There'll be days when we've got space in the bin, and they are more than welcome to go and put stuff in or take stuff out, whatever, as long as they don't make a mess. I'm happy with it. The Hit Breakfast Show with Christian Vodge. This is Hit. Did you hear about uh, the debutante for Collingwood AFL uh, that uh, made uh, the news because of his mum, not just for him Having uh, his kicked his first goal on the, I think it was Friday last week. Yeah, Did no, you hear this about is Trey Roscoe. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, he's uh, he was talking to his mum, and because um, yeah, the 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 culture with some clubs is is that you give your mum a call and let her know that you're going to play your first footy game. It's the same with a lot of codes. Yeah, the the thing is, and I know dads help out as well. And we love the dads, but the the romanticism between thanking your mum for all the hard work as you're growing up, you know, she feeding you and, you know, whatever else and doing your footy shorts and everything, all those long hours yeah. putting in, um, you know, it's one of those things to just tell your mum, I've, I've got my first game, I've been on the squad for ages, I'm finally going to debut and um, it's always a big thing. I love watching videos like that. Yeah, well, earlier last week, uh, she uh, <laughs> made waves on the internet for her response when her son Trey did say that he's got his first game with Collingwood. I just got something to tell you. What, love? What have you done? What do you want? Something like that. Uh, I'm playing my first game tomorrow. What? I'm playing my first game tomorrow. Debut. Oh, f- off. Are you joking? <laughs> oh, my God, Trey. That is unbelievable. Yeah, I know. It's good. Oh, are you stirring me up? No, I'm not. I'm serious. Oh, Trey, that is so good. I can't believe it. <sighs> yeah, I know. It's the good. Did team fall over or something today? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, that, that. Obviously, the whole team falling over is what she thought would need to happen before he got a Guernsey yeah. on the on the field, yep. which is uh, is very funny. But he she, wasn't even on the bench; he actually got to play too. She had no idea she was being filmed no. or recorded or anything like that, and that's why that was just perfect. And that's why it went viral. And now she's, uh, tra- you know, uh, Trey's mum. Don't even know her name, but Fiona. 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 Trey's yep. mum. <laughs>
Trey's mum. <laughs> well, now Fiona's um, making waves again even more so because of a, a little interview uh, the next morning after he did play his first game. Now, we don't have any audio of this, but what had happened was he kicked his first goal in, in obviously, the his high stakes and his highest well. level game with Collingwood, and uh, she missed it. Yeah. She kick... missed the goal, the important moment. Yeah. you know why? Why? She had better things to do being having a quick little puff. Oh, a she little was out the back having a dairy. Which, by the way, she did note in the interview that uh, uh, she was actually trying to give it up, so don't tell Trey that I've gone out for a cheeky smoke. Well, I mean, that was on that was on radio everywhere, yeah. apparently, over the weekend. So the, the thing is, is that if you're kicking a goal in your first AFL game, and once again, very similar with all codes, um, you know, it's, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. Of all the times to go out and have a quick puff, um, that's not one of them. Well, at least we've got um, catch-up, though. She could uh, replay the game and yeah, actually see it. But she's missed over. the live moment, the very moment that mm. he had got his first goal. And, and there's there's other parents out there that have done the same thing. They've missed important things that kids have done all because they had something else, uh, quotations, better to do. No, or they were distracted or something, maybe. Yeah. Uh, not better to do. I mean, uh, unless you're... You know, actively going, right, and then you're turning around. Like that advert. Do you know that advert? I don't even know what the, the product is, but the little girl's playing soccer. I think they're drinking coffee or something like McCafe or something like that. And uh, I don't know. And then um, I wasn't paying attention. And then she kicks the goal and she goes, Dad, did you see me kick the goal? And he's like, oh, uh, yeah. Yep. But they're really just frothing over the coffee. So yep. it's sort of like that. <laughs> 13, 12, 16, have you ever been in a position where you found yourself uh, missing a big event or a big moment particularly because you've been uh, distracted by something or just not paying close enough attention? Or like Christy said, maybe you had something better to yep. do. Better things to do. Whatever it is, 13, 12, 16. Take calls next. The Hit Breakfast Show. Get that fun feeling in the morning with Christy and Vodge. The Mid-North Coast's hit. Key moments, important moments that uh, parents have missed with their kids because they've been distracted by something else or, as I say, had better things to do, like going out for a cheeky smoke. Hence why Fiona Roscoe missed uh, Trey's debutante goal kick with Collingwood AFL. Right. So Last um, week. Yeah, and... and um, oh. It's, it was like a blink and you miss it thing. She must have gone out for about two minutes, mm. not even. And uh, this is why you should. There's another reason. Chalk it up. Another reason why you shouldn't smoke of the many. <laughs> this is very true. But that's the thing. A blink of the eye. A lot of kids' things uh, that happen are in the blink of the eye. So you've got yeah. to pay a lot of attention when it comes to well, sport. And uh, Karina and Port Macquarie's called in. I'm sure you've missed a stack of moments with your kids. Oh, no, no, excuse me. Not a stack. <laughs> but I have... I have you're making me the worst parent in port. No, sorry, you're not I the worst parent moment. I have missed a few. I missed um, I missed my youngest coming first in a swimming race because it wasn't the right kid. That was pretty oh, great. Oh, no. Wait, hang, yeah. hang How on. did you get the wrong kid? How does that work? Well, so I was watching what I thought was my own child, oh. <laughs> and... And it wasn't. And you can't tell when they're in the pool. And so I'm cheering this kid. I'm going, yes, you nearly did. And she came last, that child. And then mum was standing beside me going, did you see mum? And, and I'm like, yes. I, were you, where were you? Which, and she was in a different pool. Different oh, pool. no. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, that's wheeze of the morning, that is. 
That I, is yeah. the lo- I, that is good. I that can't is believe good. Um, you were even honest with us. I suppose you can't hide it when you're you're not even there over there supporting or cheering. I'm trying for the wrong child. She's standing beside me, going, "What are you, who are you talking to?" Oh, just just helping this other. You know, she was doing so well. It's an opportunity yeah. to tell your kids, "I've got eyes in the back of my head." Yeah. Yeah, you see yeah. everything. She, yeah. You saw that that friend of hers get last, but you also saw her. <laughs> wow! Well done. Is that the worst you've done, Karina? Uh, yeah, I missed all of them in the cross country because I was chatting and forgot that I was there for another purpose. But you know, I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Well, it's okay. My, my dad, my dad at the footy, he forgot me once. He went to go and get a beer. And then uh, he left at halftime because he was angry about the score. And then he drove back because he forgot I was still sitting there. He left no. our chairs there and the umbrella. Yeah. It was oh, raining as well. That's way worse. That's way worse. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty bad, isn't it? Yeah. He was so angry about the football and he forgot I was there. He'd already left the stadium. Oh. Pretty funny. Look, um, I, I think, Karina, I'm not going to call you the, a bad mum. I think no, my mum's probably missed some things as well. She just never owned up it, to it. Well, mums and dads miss things. We'll miss things down the track, Christy. I missed your birthday. Yeah. I, yeah, fe- you I felt bad about that. You did. Just don't forget our one-year anniversary that's coming up. You weren't there. You weren't there for her. Christy wasn't there for her birthday, so... Oh, no, you were there for her birthday. No, I, w- I wasn't here for her birthday, no. Yeah, well, see, so you know my schedule better than I do. <laughs> no, I was, I was away in the Hunter Valley. I was, I was off duty. Yeah, you had better things to do. Yeah. But our, actually, Karina, you'll like this. Our one-year one anniversary together, one this year Wednesday. of doing the show, is uh, this Wednesday. So Christy is, wow. of all the co-hosts, she's the one that stuck it out the longest. God knows how. <laughs> Yeah, well, she's, there's a lot of good coffee there, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't drink coffee, so I don't even know how I survive. <laughs> yeah, she oh. will determination, I'd say. Yeah, yeah this is mate. true. Maybe right. I need an award. Correct. Well, I've kicked some goals. Maybe you do. <laughs> there you go. Karina, thank you for, for jumping on having a chat. That was very funny, mate. Very yeah. funny. You need to make up to your kids now. No. <laughs> So now they know because they're all in the car with me. Oh. <laughs> the Hit Breakfast Show with Christian Budge. This is Hit. Now time for a game of Little Bits. Little Bits. The game goes like this, Christy. I play uh, a few pieces of audio and you've got to try and pick the, uh, well, you've got to pick what or who or which uh, it is from the small piece. Today we are picking uh, Britney Spears songs. Oh, good theme. Well, it's one that you should get. <laughs> and your, your your track record on this game is, is not fantastic. Oh, I know, which is um, upsetting because Britney Spears was one of the first CDs, albums that I ever bought. When is I bought true? the is first album, yeah, and Britney Spears was my idol. I used to get called Britney Dears when I'd go to school socials because yes. I would dress up as a play on Britney Spears, Britney Dears with my initials. Um, all because oh. I would do, I'd scrunch my hair with some mousse in it to make it look real sort of curly and wavy and um, sh- sort of strawy, and then I'd wear the short little um, crop tops, the boob tubes, and then expose the belly with the big belly button ring. Oh, God, and then the you tight were one of them, pants. Yeah, I was, cre- I was Cretney Deer. So, um, <sighs> fingers crossed I do this uh, game justice and well, uh, can help uh, remember uh, what songs Britney Are there any had. other Britney fans out there? I mean, 13, 12, 16, if you'd like to take Christy on in this, I, I would be happy. Oh, I, I, no! Now that she's just talked herself up, I'd love to hear her uh, be dethroned as the, 
What do you call yourself? Critney. Critney Dears. Yeah. Oh, it's mostly because of my choreography. I could do all of Britney's what, what, dances. What, why didn't they call you Critney Spears? Because then you could have... It, Dears no. makes it sound sort of animal. No, I know, but my my initials are KD. So why would I change it to oh, Spears? True. Yeah. That's why it's Critney Dears. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Blame, I know. All right. Well, let's get into this. If someone calls and they've got a, you know, a thing they want to do against you, that's fine. But here we go. I think you'll fail anyway, so I don't think we need anyone else. Right. <clears throat> this is audio piece number one. Can you name the song? Oh, hang on. I better turn the volume up. That might help you. Although, I mean, that that's an easy way for me to win. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I'm dreaming. Oops, I did it again. Mm, yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah. I mean, it's right, so I have to give it to you. You're giving me really little bits, aren't you? (laughs) All right, here we go. Here's uh, song number two. Uh, Toxic. Uh, No, that's right. No, no, not do something. Um, Um, Woman. um, Womanizer. Uh, (laughs) I know know the song. That that sound that you made before you started um, laughing was right. What? It was. It was. What was the sound you made just before you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's part of it. What? Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, someone's calling. Yeah. Right. Right, we'll get them on. Help Hello. Me. Good morning. Find a friend. It's slave. Yeah. Oh, slave. It is too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there you go. It. Well, this is the last one. You right to stay on? Yep. All, All right, right. Here we go. Oh, lucky. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I, I gave her that one. I didn't give it to her. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good, though. Very quick. I mean, if you pick a topic that Christy knows inside now, it's either going to be Backstreet Boys or Britney Spears. So uh, I can't believe I forgot Slave for you. Oh, yeah. man. And I'm yelling. I'm yelling at it going, get Slave! <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't remember it. If I heard part of it, I'd be like, Ugh. I, I didn't like that song. I didn't really? like it. No. Yeah. I, there was, I think um, in hindsight, I think my sort of paternal nature now, even though I don't have kids, I've got. I look at it and I go, God, yeah. my sisters would have listened to that, thinking like, oh, I'm not a girl, you know, I'm a slave for you, and I'm like, oh, jeepers. <laughs> no you... wonder I'm the only one without kids. <laughs> do you guys remember the song Do Something? Why don't you do something? Yeah, I remember that. On my Critimobile, my little car that I used to go lapping on, I had a sticker on the back and it just said, do something. And I would get honked at. I get flashed all the time. That's how much I loved Britney. That I had a stupid sign oh, on the geez. back of my car just so people would do something to me. What do you reckon? A little bit too much. Such a great role model, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm with you on that one. The hit breakfast show. Hear more in the catch up with Christian Budge. Hit.com.au. This is hit.